Hello, everybody. I'm Clay Brees, and this is The Watchman. We're sounding the alarm for the peril and the uncertainty that lie ahead. Our commitment, folks, our commitments for the objective truth here in The Watchman. And as The Watchman on the wall, we're going to call out whenever we see those that live in the fifth dimension attempt to put feelings and emotions in front of facts and truth. We will call out the motives, the real motives of those living in the land of unlimited imagination. And we do that by expounding on the underreported facts and explaining the unexplainable. We're going to be getting into that today with Annette Baker. Annette Baker is an environmental science expert, homeschool teacher, and she's also a former chairwoman of a region chairwoman of the Berks County Republican Committee, and she's our Republican candidate running for state Senate, Senatorial District 11, against Marxist Judy Swank. And uh, she's uh, meeting a lot of people, and it looks to me, it looks to me like Annette, you're giving, an, uh, you're going to give Judy a real, uh, real, a real run for her money. What do you, what do you, what are you thinking out there on the campaign trail right now? What are you seeing? Well, yeah, I think uh, I think things are going very well. Um, obviously, the the biggest issue, uh, the biggest thing, I guess, would be uh, Trump fever seems to be grabbing hold of Pennsylvania, <laughs> which is a fantastic thing to have happen. That's um, right. It's not like the coronavirus that we want to get rid of it. We actually want to encourage this. So uh, we're happy to see that happening. That's right. So, yeah, I'm glad to be back and, um, yeah, excited to, to see what's going on in, uh, in our communities. And people are excited to get out and they're willing to talk politics, which doesn't always happen. But definitely uh, I've seen a number of people that are saying that, you know, they voted Democrat their entire lives and now they're they're changing and they're not voting Democrat anymore. Well, Trump fever is alive and well in Reading. We were just in Reading last weekend and that you were with us. And I think what's interesting on in all of that is that we were handing out Trump signs to row to row homeowners. OK, because literally in Reading, there's no front yard. So, I mean, you know, when you're handing out a Trump sign every three and a half minutes, uh, that's a very large encouragement. I mean, in, in a Democrat city like Reading, where the voter registration advantage is almost like, you know, it's eight out of 10 in Reading, Democrat. Uh, but these Democrats seem to be having, uh, they seem to be, they, they seem to be uh, with Trump fever because they're, they were catching, uh, they were catching Trump signs at our, at our roadside events. I mean, we were there and we were meeting people, talking to people, handing out signs and uh, convincing people that uh, that Trump is the way to go. And law, and again, the Democrats are the party of lawlessness, mob rule, and we're seeing that. And, and I think all Democrats, even though some Democrats obviously would like to support law and order, but the party doesn't. Don't miss that. The party platform calls for the defunding of police. The party platform is calling for the for the uh, for qualified immunity to eliminate qualified immunity with police. That's their way of defunding the police. The, the the Democrat Party platform wants to eliminate gang databases. And they want to they want to eliminate cash bails. Just so our listeners understand, the Democrat Party platform wants this. You may have individual Democrats that don't like it, but they're attached surgically to a party that does want this. And what Eliminating cash bails means, folks, just so our listeners understand, is that when someone is arrested for a crime, you know, like hitting a police officer in the head with a stick, like in Brooklyn, 
a police officer was hit in the head by an, 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 uh, by, by an anarchist. It was caught. He was caught. He was identified and arrested. And then released. He's back on the streets to yeah. get back to court on his own recognizance because he's so trustworthy, I think. The state thought he would be trustworthy enough to show up. Folks, this is the Democrat Party, and this is the party of lawlessness and mob rule. And make no mistake about it, these the, 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 every candidate that's in the Democrat Party want to make sure that that platform gets through. So we're supporting our Republican candidates right down the ballot, and that includes Annette Baker. But anyway, I want to get to uh, what's going on in China, Annette, okay? I want to shift gears on this, okay? Because what's going on in China, first off, is TikTok a bad actor? I mean, you know, this is the question I'd like to ask. Annette, what's your thoughts on TikTok? Well, obviously, uh, there have been some legitimate concerns by um, our national security team that have, have said that they, they are concerned that TikTok is being used by the Chinese to spy on us in America. Um, and that is, that is obviously a huge concern. I mean, we have enough issues with China um, taking our intellectual property and trying to steal uh, our research information. Um, we don't need to add another layer of uh, issues when it comes to national security. So, yeah, I believe that TikTok is indeed an issue. Um, and that's that's something that yeah, I was explaining to someone the other day that with uh, the use of TikTok and how it's, it's very much controlled in China, but yet people are encouraging the use here in the United States. Well, why would that why why would that be happening? And uh, in the course of the discussion, we were like, you know, actually, that's a very good question. <laughs> so it's it's one of those things that, yeah, it, it is not a good idea um, for us to be using TikTok uh, because of the, the backdoor and the concern that there is with with spying uh, on from China uh, through that through that particular application. Well, I think what's really interesting on all of this, too, is you've got 14-year-olds that are all riled up about this. Uh, 14-year-olds are all riled <laughs> up about it. And I think it's interesting that – but they're, they're not voting, okay? And unless the Democrats have their way, they won't have 14-year-olds vote. But what's really – I mean, like you're just trying to break down, TikTok is ultimately Chinese-owned. And the 2017 national intelligence law in China requires every Chinese entity to spy – if called upon to do so by the communists. I mean, that's that's a law in China, okay? So TikTok is a bad actor. They're Chinese-owned. And because the, the, the law, the, the 2017 law that came out requiring all Chinese companies to spy if called upon by the communists, TikTok can, can certainly, uh, if they already haven't done this, uh, certainly uh, put this out there. Look, another problem I have is China doesn't allow American apps in China anyway. I think that's the you know the, we don't have American apps in China, but they can have Chinese apps here. I think that's a double standard that needs to be stood up to, and Trump is standing up to it. But the stakes to our country are high, and the media is spinning this in favor of China. I think that's really interesting. Okay, I want that's a distinct thing. I mean, the the little reporting that is being done on this is the little reporting is deafening. Because it really hasn't been out there. Uh, you know, we, our kids, the 14-year-olds that are all riled up about this, 
they're not concerned because they don't understand the threat because the other news agencies are abdicating their responsibility to the American people by reporting the news. So they're avoiding the story, which is very significant because TikTok uh, is, like I said, a Chinese company and the Chinese companies, uh, I mean, everything from facial recognition patterns to home addresses and information to trolling specific people on phishing schemes and Anything else in between is at risk. See, the Chinese Communist Party is running espionage and influence operations inside the U.S. This is happening. And this includes attempting deep state influencing operations, targeting of American business leaders and American elected officials. Now, the Democrats are now taking a stand for support of China. Dianne Feinstein. Oh, this is beautiful. Remember, Annette, she had a Chinese spy driving her car for nearly 20 years, Annette? Oh, yeah, I do remember that. And nothing ever really happened, right? (laughs) Now, imagine if it had been a Republican who had a Chinese spy driving their car for 20 years. It's amazing. Would have been a totally different situation, I'm sure. She has a Chinese spy driving a car for nearly 20 years, and she's throwing her support for China. What a surprise. (laughs) Folks, this happened. Now, if you're watching CNN, you didn't catch that. Now, if if Dianne Feinstein was a Republican, do you think that would have been on the 24-7 news cycles, uh, Annette? No. I mean, if she was a Republican, do you think it, it would have been, been 365, 24-7? <laughs> <laughs> it would, we'd still be talking about it 10 years from now. I'm telling because, you. you know, but yeah, Diane it's Feinstein. like I've often said, Clay, if, if there weren't any, if, if, if the, the left and the progressive Democrats didn't have double standards, they wouldn't have any at all. That's correct, though. That's right in that. <laughs> and you know what's amazing, though? Here we are. I mean, we have a spy driving her car for nearly 20 years. And you heard very little about it. I think that's amazing. Again, you I mean, you wonder why here on the on the Watchmen and on our other show, The Point, you wonder why we continually talk about the media malpractice. Because it's in plain sight, folks. When they don't report something like this, that's very significant. 20 years, that's a generation for some people. It is. 20 years is a generation. For a generation, Diane Feinstein had a Chinese spy driving her car. Now, I'm amazed that these people are now denying intellectual property theft is taking place and spy rings exist in the U.S. That's what's happening. The Democrats, okay, and their fake experts on the fake news are denying that intellectual property theft is taking place at the rate that it is, and they're denying that spy rings even exist. Folks, this is crazy talk. All of it is. You see, this threatens globalism at its core, and that's their real problem, globalism at the core. They want China to have jobs again, uh, Annette. They want China's economy to take off again, don't they, Annette? Oh, absolutely. I mean, unfortunately, when you begin to look and follow the money, there are a number of very high-ranking U.S. members of Congress and, and business that are heavily invested in China. And when China doesn't do well, their their portfolios don't do well. That's right. So I think that's part of what we're seeing is, you know, they're they're supposed to have everything on blind trust. But unfortunately, you know, there's a lot of money being made 
um, on a lot of the, the things that are going on with China by people that are supposed to be um, separated from that, and yet they're not. Um, you know, and and that's part of the problem, I think, is that you have uh, individuals who have knowledge of, of things that are going on, and they're able to parlay that information into stock options and, and to make money off of these things, which they're not supposed to be doing, but somehow, you know, they get a slap on the wrist and they, you know, it's not a big deal. But if you and I did that, we would be in huge trouble. <laughs> right. I, you know, it's amazing. Yeah. I don't want to miss oh, yeah. that. I mean, I mean, it, it, what's really amazing to me is, again, the globalist Democrats are being called on to support China now. And you wonder, I mean, how are they being how are they being brought about to do this? I'm thinking I'm thinking that they've been using apps like TikTok and they're uh, and they've got the Chinese have been, you know, compromised these people in some way. That's my opinion. I think perhaps the spy that was driving Diane Feinstein's car has some dope on China, on Diane Feinstein that she doesn't want out there. I mean, Annette, what are your thoughts? Well, I mean, we'd have to, you'd have to assume that that might be possible because why would they have planted someone that close to a sitting congresswoman um, if they weren't looking to get information that would be compromising about her or someone else? It could be anyone, <clears throat> to me, it could be anyone that she met with. It could be anyone that she had a conversation with while sitting in the vehicle. Um, who knows what kind of equipment was used to monitor and record uh, those conversations. And we just, we won't know. Um, the, the, the Chinese are not going to give us anything like that and say, oh, we're really sorry. We shouldn't have done it. That's never going to happen. Well, I mean, <laughs> so it's, we have to assume that that's why they have, I mean, that's why they did it. That's why well, they placed people in positions here in the United States. Another example is, is the scientist who ended up taking the, uh, the research that was used on the coronaviruses here in the United States right. back to no other place than Wuhan, China, and was continuing to do research there um, and had strong connections to the Chinese government. So it, it happens probably more frequently, frequently than we know. Um, because they're usually, my understanding is it's very quietly handled most of the time when they find someone, they want them out of the country and very little to be said about it because they don't want to compromise maybe what, like you said, the intellectual property or research that's going on. So that's why uh, it's not usually a, a big story, but it does happen. I remember, I think it was Los Alamos, there was a huge blow up. Um, I want to say five or 10 years ago, um, some uh, in a 10 year span, I think it was that there were a number of Chinese spies that had been smuggling information out of the research facilities out there. Um, so Look, it, it the, happens the, far more frequently than we know. The communists are synonymous for evil. And I, I don't want to miss that. <clears throat> I mean, in the year of the rat, the Chinese new year of the rat, they released, they released the COVID virus on the world and woke up the world. I mean, I, I, I think everyone knows this. Everyone knows that the Chinese waited until the year of the rat celebrations were over in Hubei province before they, uh, you know, before they released the truth that it was transferable from person to person. 
I, I think that's a, that's a very important distinction. But we're seeing the tide turn now on China. Uh, you know, I mean, we're seeing that. I mean, India, United Kingdom, and other countries are banning the Chinese apps. We're seeing that now. And the support for the United States and pushing back, <clears throat> pushing back on the communists is, in fact, growing. We're seeing that, too. I mean, it was... It's, it's more now than it was six months ago, and we're seeing this support around the world. But, I mean, there's what's concerning to me, again, is we're seeing, again, that the Chinese in the year of the rat, they, said, they, they just now recently signed a $400 billion deal of economic and arms deal with Iran, which is going to include, it's going to include intelligence sharing. And, folks, it shouldn't surprise anyone that a communist country like China would support a tyrannical government like Iran, especially when their action supports a countermeasure to the U.S. interests in the Middle East. I mean, this puts Israel and Saudi Arabia, not to mention all the world, at risk. You know, and Biden did give China's favored nation status. I mean, we just, we recently just saw, as I reported in the last show, that the communists leader in America has supported Biden. I don't know if you caught that in that on the news. Uh, the American <laughs> communist. I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> You're not surprised. Surprise. Not at all. Not surprised at all. I mean, it's an amazing <laughs> thing. Yeah, the uh, it, yeah. it's amazing. But but we're seeing this, and and we're watching the fact that these people, and I think I don't want to miss that, because it really is a part of what is in the news that isn't being reported. I mean, Biden supported the job-sucking NAFTA deal, which helped China, didn't it, Annette? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I mean, and, and, yeah. you know, I mean, yeah. Biden supports abortion, and, and I think he had some fond words of Margaret Sanger, the founder of eugenics, didn't he, uh, Annette? Oh, yeah. That's, it, it's amazing how, uh, you know, the... The labels that often get thrown at those of us on, that are conservative or on the right uh, tend to, to end up getting labeled the very things that they support. And then, you know, it's almost like, you know, they, they uh, project onto us the things that they believe in. And, yeah, Margaret Sanger was a, a well-known eugenicist. In fact, uh, the, the uh, Nazis in Germany studied some of her work and modeled some of their ideas uh, often the things that she proposed, um, which is just amazing to think about how that uh, that was all tied together, um, the eugenics movement here in the United States um, actually was just a horrendous time as well that, um, you know, that tied into Planned Parenthood. But, you know, I'm not surprised because of China's one-child policy. Um, you know, they, they have a strong love of abortion. Well, let me ask you though. Uh, did uh, did you were did were you able to see the intense cross examination of Joe Biden, where they were asking about his comments on Margaret Sanger and, of course, his feelings on abortion? Were, were, did, did you see that in the news? No, unfortunately, I did not. <laughs> I'm well, sure it was was uh, very interesting. Well, it's because did it he did. remember having his uh, thoughts about Margaret Sanger before? Annette, it's because he wasn't asked, okay? <laughs> he wasn't asked. Oh, okay, because I was going to say, it, <laughs> I was just wondering, you know, did yeah. he Did he get it? You're right, though, because I'm like, 
I'm yeah. assuming that they would ask that, but then I have to remember that the media is never going to ask that question. No, no they're not going to Because they wouldn't want that. to admit that Margaret Sanger was tied in with that. So you're no, right. You, played, you, you got me on that one. Yeah. Did you remember the media asking the very, <laughs> did you, you remember the media asking the very difficult question about about Bob Avakian, the founder of the leader of the revolutionary Communist Party USA, is uh, basically sent a statement out to his followers saying to support Joe Biden. That uh, did did you remember the cross examining <laughs> the intense cross examination that uh, that Biden undertook with that question? <laughs> I'm sure all 35 members of the Communist Party were <laughs> thrilled to learn that they should support Joe Biden. Um, there's probably more than 35. There's probably more than that. But. I remember when I was a kid. Yeah. I remember when I was a kid, in 1976. Okay, now this is before your time, so but before a lot of our listeners' times. But I'm going to share this. I remember watching a news commercial of uh, Mr. Hall. I think his name was Hall. His last name was Hall. I can't recall his first name, but anyway, he was the head of the American Communist Party, and he was running for president. And I remember watching his commercial on TV in '76, saying. That's a communist. He's running for president. <laughs> they go, what? I mean, what? Oh, wait, wait a minute. That's a communist. I'll never forget that. But anyway, um, I just wanted to. <laughs> well, I met my first died in the wool socialist. Yeah, I well, never no. met. I never met Bernie Sanders. I'll tell you, I'm not responsible for him from Vermont. But <laughs> I did meet someone who is a self-proclaimed socialist. And it was fascinating because. He really couldn't give me any examples as to what he didn't like other than he didn't like everybody who wasn't a socialist. I, I got to ask you, though, I, you know, do uh, do you think that Biden will ever be asked about the Democrats <laughs> desire to eliminate <laughs> about the Democrats desire to eliminate gang databases? Do you think he'll ever be asked that? It's Oh, it'll never come up. Okay. It'll never about, come up. Because they, elim- yeah, they they can't possibly let that out. Well, how about how about eliminating qualified immunity? People don't even know what that is. Qualified immunity, folks, is a way that right. uh, protects police officers. So if you eliminate qualified immunity, police officers won't want to become police officers. They want to do something else for a living. So this is their way of defunding the police. Okay, by by eliminating qualified immunity. Uh, but you don't think they'll ever be asked about that? Do you think on that? Oh no, definitely no. not. How about disorder crimes in that? I mean, disorder crimes are crimes like prostitution. That's a disorder crime. Uh, uh, public urinations, of, uh, a disorder crime. Uh, you know, disorderly conduct. Shoplifting under like $2,000 is a disorder crime. What's interesting about shoplifting under $2,000, folks, just so our listeners understand, it is almost virtually impossible to carry out more than $2,000 worth of stuff. Unless, of course, you're in a jewelry store or something. <laughs> Uh, so when you go into a hardware store and, and basically throw a bunch of stuff and uh, and run out the door, that's shoplifting. But it's way within a, way under the two thousand dollar limit. So that's another disorder crime that they've eliminated. But how about cash bails in that? Will they ask Joe Biden about what mm-hmm. his feelings are in cash bails? No, no, you don't I think don't so. think any of these topics will ever come up because I think the Democrats know that. The base that they're pandering to is going to love hearing all of those things and their position on it. But general, you know, what they consider flyover America will listen to all of that and go, what? 
are they talking about? Are this you is insanity. Are you saying the people you talked to over this past weekend uh, in Reading, are you saying that they're elimin- uh, that they're they're against the elimination of gang databases and they're against eliminating qualified immunity and they're against eliminating disorder crimes and against eliminating cash bails and they're against defunding the police? Are you saying that? Yeah, I, I had two people specifically <laughs> um, ask if, you know, to, to tell us. Those of us that are knocking doors and then walking through communities right now, because there's a bunch of us, we've compared notes and we've talked to each other and we're finding that the people that live in the cities mm-hmm. are not generally the ones that want to defund the police because they're like, we need more police. We don't need less. We need more. What they do say is they want to make sure that the police are properly screened. And if there's a problem, they want it taken care of and That's they true. want the police to be properly trained. Those are the things that they tell us. And and I've talked to a number of people that so, so have on, been, but, but, you know, out knocking doors and they're they're hearing the same thing. So are you saying that Biden <clears throat> Biden's not getting that message because he's not leaving his house? I guess that's what you're saying, right? <laughs> yeah. It's okay. kind of hard to hear what people want when you're when you're in your cocoon. That's right. Um, now, now, let me ask you, though, <laughs> you think the media is going to ask him about stacking the Supreme Court? You think they're going to ask him about that and, and you know, in the, in the weeks ahead? No, no. Why, why do you think, <laughs> Those are all. Why will the media keep that? Why is the media going to keep that from the public? Why is the media oh, not because... going to find out on that? Oh, they're, they they know that people are not going to agree with it. Oh, um, wait a minute. People, you're by and large, are not going to agree with sacking the Supreme Court. So you're saying that the media is kind of acting like a referee, if you will, or maybe a political arm of the Democrat Party by saying we can't ask that question because it's going to call out our Democrat candidates for supporting things that are extremely destructive to suburban Americans, as well as every American living everywhere, correct? Correct. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, Yeah, You're saying that the media is providing political cover for Biden. So that's why you're saying, and I I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I think what you're saying is that Mm -hmm. that's why they're not talking to him and asking Biden about raising the corporate taxes, because then the the, the sensible follow-up to that would be, because Biden would say yes, because, of course, he said yes in six debates, seven debates he had in the Democrat primaries, uh, th- then he would have to answer the question because the next follow up would be, well, how will that affect business? He's going to have to right. answer. That. Now, the other thing would be, how about this? And this is another one I want our listeners to catch. You don't think, and I mean, again, I want to put words in your mouth, but do you believe that he'll ever be asked the question about how he raised his hand and is supporting uh, Medicare for illegal immigrants, government-funded Medicare for illegal immigrants, because he raised his hand and said he supports that. Or do you think he'll be called right. out on No. Again, you know, I, I think you're right. I think the media does provide pol- political cover on a lot of that. Now, I would be shocked if they ever question them, anyone about that um, on the, you know, in the Democrat Party, because there's, they already know what the answers are going to be. And they know that uh, the further left they go as, as a Democrat Party, um, 
fewer people are actually, you know, a lot of people are saying, look, you, you know, the Democrat Party left me. They're walking away. I've watched probably 30, 40 videos and, and read testimonies from people in the last week or two um, that it's averaging 30, 40 a day of well, people who are saying, this is my walk away story. This is my story that, you know, the party has left me and I'm not standing for any of this that no, I can't I wanna, you know, I, I vote for someone. Because we're, we're out of time. I got to end it there. But I do want our listeners to understand that Annette's <laughs> not just getting this from YouTube videos. Annette's getting this firsthand by actually meeting and talking with Democrat people and voters. Uh, both of us had gotten that over the weekend. And I want our listeners to understand that those questions that I've asked Annette are, are basically uh, things that the people in, uh, that are coming to us at our road up, roadside signups are amazed at what's happening because the media is not covering the story. But for sure... We're covering it here on The Watchman, and that's why we're calling it out. Thanks to all of our listeners for tuning in. Thanks for being with us. We appreciate you tuning in to us every day, every Saturday afternoon at 1, at 1 p.m., right here on 1180 WFYL, uh, WFYL for this compelling discussion. Thanks for being with us. We appreciate you tuning in. Some of our audience listens to us live by going to 1180WFYL.com, clicking listen live. Others go to YouTube and click there during normal listening time, and others just listen while they're in the area. Thanks for being with us. We'll see you next week on The Watchmen. For Annette Baker, I'm Clay Brees. Goodbye for now.